Hi, welcome to the Mohua Show. My name is Mohua Chinappa and I am an author, entrepreneur and ex-housewife. This podcast is about everything from business to technology to arts to lifestyle but done and spoken imandari se. So hi, in today's episode, we have with us Sheetal Jain, the co-founder and CEO of Le Remit. You have very, very impressive track record spanning over two decades in the financial sector. And you bring a wealth of experience and expertise from corporate lending to pioneering a data as a service platform at Probe42 and leading sales at Sciency Technologies. Your journey is nothing short of remarkable, Sheetal. And now as a driving force behind Le Remit, you are on your way to revolutionize the way MSMEs navigate in the challenge of international trade. And this is extremely close to my heart because, you know, I just feel that MSMEs in India uh, really need uh, somebody to hold them and empower them, you know, because there are so many people who are not articulate when it comes to technology, when it comes to language barriers. So I think what you're doing is amazing. So let's just start, you know, with uh, the first um, question that comes to my head is that your journey in the financial sector has been diverse from corporate lending, you know, to data as a service platform. What inspired you to venture into the world of fintech and what has been your background like Sheetal and just tell us a little bit about your vision for Lee Remit. Yeah, thank you so much Mawa first of all. Uh, thanks for having me here. Uh, so my journey started started long, long ago. It's been 24 years uh, Yeah, in the BFSI space itself. Started as you said in the corporate lending and moved into research, both buy side and sell side research. And uh, moving into fintech was, I would say, a chance when fintech was not even a word. Nobody used to talk about that. There is a word called fintech per se. Uh, what we started was uh, that, okay, research, can that be provided on a platform to uh, to the industry, whether it is investment or it is lending. And a tech platform was used which was to deliver data as a service to um, uh, to a lender and which eventually became that, okay, that caught. Uh, and over the years, I started to hear the word fintech that, okay, how the industry is now gearing up to use technology in the financing, financing world itself. And that's when I realized, okay, we are part of the ecosystem of fintech now. It is which was earlier. Uh, so I would say it was fintech entry. And I would say most for most of the people, fintech entry is a chance entry, uh, especially uh, people who have been working in the space. It was a one way of working and then technology being uh, started to become the, the lead. And uh, we saw different kind of business models uh, emerge there. So that has been the journey of moving into the fintech and on the, uh, Coming on to your question on Leramit per se. So when I was into data, I've, I've been into data through my life itself, you know. So uh, looking at the data, whether in the form of spreadsheets, in the form of PDF reports or in on the screen on a platform or analyzing information has been part of my life. And uh, it was, I used to wonder when I used to look at the company information per se, you know, the entire uh, ecosystem. India has 63 million entities. But, you know, number of entities that have turnover more than 50 crore, your guess, how much would they be? <laughs> I'm not too sure. You have to tell us. 
Just take a random guess. Just take a random guess. I mean, 63 million entities, 63 million entities in India we talk of, which is a mix of companies and uh, sole props and partnerships, whatever. Yes, you know, barely 63 million more. <laughs> you know, more, double, I'm sure. 000. It's just 60,000 companies that have turnover more than 50 crore. So can you imagine the world of MSMEs out there? And MSMEs, by um, by the terminology, it's companies more up to 250 crore. So you haven't really increased the circle over there, right? So just the companies that have turnover more than 50 crore is just 60,000. So the question was always in my mind that why are we not able to produce larger companies? Why not Indian companies are large enough in in uh, and why we don't have multi-million dollar companies, etc. So those were the questions always nagging my head. And, and I started to um, figure out that what are the challenges that, that this term MSMEs, the SMEs face, micro small companies, wh why we are not able to reach those kind of a larger numbers. And that's where this journey started many years ago that, okay, the challenge, that's when I started to figure out the challenges that they face. Uh, you know, when it comes to whether it was to take any kind of license, whether it whether it is to take any kind of permissions or uh, to set up any kind of business or to uh, talking about export was much later. I mean, this was all about initially about just the challenges that they face in the financing world itself. There was only collateralized lending for them. There was no other way of getting them financing itself. So as I joke uh, quite often that... Uh, loans are given to people who are who don't need it, and I I receive like That's probably quite a statement to make. <laughs> yeah, <She did. laughs> yeah, so it's you know I I get three to four calls a day uh, from from the from various parties that loan le low up. But actually, when it comes to, you know, and that's where the change started to happen. And that's where the change has happened. Over the last five, six years, you have seen immense change. You know, the fintech industry has actually done phenomenally well over there, reaching the unbanked, reaching the people who need more funding, whether it was retail or it was, uh, you know, the MSME segment itself. That's when the change started to happen. So people like us who were there in the industry, I, I think everybody questioned the same thing, not just me. I, I guess everyone questioned the the similar uh, thing that how do we reach out to the next layer of either retail customers or to or to the MSME segment itself, and which the then the push started to come a lot from the government side as well. And Leribit per se was you know a segment which. Um, me and my co-founder, uh, you know, both he has been uh, working in this space for many years, me coming with the data. And so we used to be, uh, he, he was my customer in one of the banks. So we used to often talk about how do we use data to actually streamline the data through APIs to streamline the processes and how do we make their life simpler for them so that it can be technology-driven solutions for them because their requirements are very different from large corporates or very different from the retail world itself. So how do we streamline the process for them? How do we make it more technology-driven? And that's how we joined hands and uh, and international trade per se became, and MSMEs was my core and international trade was his core. We joined the hands together and Lenamit was born uh, that was a thought process. 
tell us a little bit about you know the international trade that a lot of msmes face you know and uh, you've been in this business for very long so what are the kind of typical challenges that they have so in international trade if you see that uh, you know typical the entire system is uh, is very i should say very fragmented very opaque in the if i just talk about payment systems first uh the solution for them is to go banks have been serving them for years phenomenal job that's what has been happening however you know as we have moved uh, currency market unlike um, uh, unlike other markets is very opaque in nature because you don't know what the what the rates behind are you don't know what are the um uh, you know how the forex spreads work people don't even know how international payments work people don't know what is the what are the costs behind uh, the entire international payments they have other challenges with respect to because uh, they have multiple challenge when it comes to logistics we have all digitizations happening now over the last 3 4 years yes. that you see that various uh, uh, you know aspects of international trade have been picked up and they have been worked on but if you talk about you know just payments they have been uh, and for see their payments are their remittances are very low value but maybe volume could be lower or higher but value is always lower so for a uh, for a so it becomes a high cost for the for the bank as well right for an msme going for a very small payment for them so it is so it becomes whereas the, again it is not so when you create a solution for a specific segment you take care of his specific needs so which is where those challenges when we saw the challenge that he's he is is meeting those he has challenges on paperwork he has challenges on on opaqueness yeah. in the system he doesn't understand how the fun, how does it work so all these challenges came up that okay we need to solve for him and his problem his his remittances are very small for that he has to go through a lot he has to go through multiple toes and fros on making the uh, you know same payments itself and and overall itself from if you talk about international trade challenges itself there are multiple first of all buyer seller meet is a problem how do you identify the buyer how do you make sure that the buyer is going to pay you how do you make sure that your logistics are in place how do you make sure that you have got all your uh, you know custom clearances done how do you make sure that you are working with the, that the payments come in on time how do you make sure that you have got the payment itself there are multiple challenges uh, towards that and uh, yeah i mean uh, there has been a lot of work getting into the space by multiple players now and it is yeah it is and with government push of course lot of things are getting sorted now so sheetal you know what given your background in corporate lending and financial research you know how important is data analytics in shaping the solutions that your oh, company lend offers you know to msmes Oh, a lot. First of all, you need to understand your customer in and out. MSMEs is a is a challenging segment, which is why uh, there have been challenges for them. It has not been uh, uh, the way. See, in a world of listed entities, data is very clean and clear. Out, they report everything is out there, right? uh for the other entities data when it comes in msme came into play in 2000 mca came into play in uh, in 2006 we do get company data on on mca but sole prop data partnership data data is is um, it was not digitized for a long period of time right 
So now if you don't have digitized data, first of all, digitization of data happened over time. Now you, you see that data uh, is, but how do you start to make sense of that data now? How do you create a straight through process for him unless you understand the data? How do you understand, how do you make sure that your system that you are able to build as a fintech and considering that RBI, uh, you know, the way we see the signals, the regulatory compliances are, are extremely important in this space, not just, uh, uh, you know, from the RBI perspective, but being cross-border trade itself, the, the regulatory compliances are extremely, extremely important. So how do you make sure that your algorithms are very strong when you are past, when you're looking at MSME data itself? So how do you build that bank to, uh, bank grade due diligence systems itself? So in this, unless you understand the data, unless you're able to, unless you're able to uh, actually build out various connects in the data on MSMEs, it will be challenging to, to digitize this space itself. It will be challenging. So it's important for someone whoever is in this space to understand and build that kind of due diligence systems. Also, to make it user friendly, you know, how do you, uh, you know, get out of that challenge? Because I'm sure with MSMEs, they must be struggling to make this user friendly for them to be able to, you know, reap the benefits. So how do you go about that, Sheetal? So it's it's all about, see, they it's not that they have not been uh, sending their payments out or it's not that they have not been receiving their payments. But... Uh, can you make their journey easier for them? You know, Swiggy came into play and make it easier for you to just yeah. order online, right? So you you were going and eating in restaurants before also. You were calling the restaurant before as well and saying, okay, can you send me some food? And he would send it in some time. You would look at his menu, right? Now, the ease of you is, okay, you know, just open your one app and you're able to look at, okay, what do I feel like eating today? I feel like eating pizza today. Okay, these are the 10 options in front of you. Okay, this one looks like in my cost. I'm going to just... So it's the ease that happened to you, right? You could... And with India Stack coming in, of course, that payments became easier for him. So the entire flow became easier for you to do. I'm just giving you a small example of Swiggy, right? So similarly, UPI when came in, it make, made it easier for you to do the domestic payments. International payments... While it has been eased out for retail customers, MSMEs by nature of cross-border, by nature of, of money laundering, it is not so simple to just say, okay, I'll do UPI payment. It's not possible to do that. So there are multiple aspects to what we need to address when we are doing, when we are saying that, okay, we are easing out the entire process. So we need to make sure that while easing the entire process for them, we make sure that, you know, their uh, regulatory compliances are met. It is uh, the system is built so that it's extremely transparent to them. So they are able to see, you know, the entire traceability of their funds or whether they are able to see that how the international payments are working for him. So th this this is all about making sure that the journey of the of a customer on the platform is eased out 
is eased out with respect to uh, his entire journey of onboarding or payments or any other service we bring out together to uh, later for him. Earlier, it was always a fear about whether my payment is going to come in, that he's the right buyer or not. So can I ease out the entire process for him is the, is, is the key element to the platform. How amazing. And, you know, this you speak to my heart because I think in India, entrepreneurship is just uh, on the rise and everybody is wanting to start a business of their own. And there's a certain culture right now. So I think with, you know, with Le Remit, uh, people will know where to get in touch. So also being in this sector, you know, there would be a whole lot of principles that you need to have within yourself. And, you know, in managing, you're actually managing somebody's future you know and you're taking care of something that they've invested their entire uh, probably uh, you know their energy their money and all of it what are those principles as a ceo that you have you know take into your business uh, sheetan so its primary principle i would say is the trust factor and simplify the whole process for them and make sure that it is extremely transparent for them on to what we are saying and what we are doing. Customer uh, centricity, customer obsession has been my core since I think uh, since I started. So it was all about customer. So today it's all about MSME customer for me. Am I making his life simpler? Am I giving him a transparent platform? Am I Am I giving him in a in a secure and extremely trusted manner or not? He should come back and say, yeah, my life has been simplified. At least one aspect of it I don't have to worry about. So those are the principles for me when I'm building this, this platform. And I would say those are the same value systems that I apply even in the organization today. It is extremely when when we uh when we talk to our uh our, the teams, it's all about customer obsession think about features that are customer centric think about that you know he's going to bring a lot of trust onto your system so make sure that every information is out there on the platform customer wants to talk to me just reach out and talk to me you're facing any kind of issue i'm all out there i'm there for you just to make sure that you feel comfortable on the platform so those are the key elements those are the key principles on which that we are building our our platform and our company as well how amazing, Sheetal. But apart from all of this, Sheetal, you are also a runner. And uh, yeah. I think it would be interesting to know how is it that you kind of, uh, you know, navigate both these things, you know, with the new business uh, and, uh, you know, starting your own thing and also doing your runs. Tell us a little bit about that. Oh, it's very interesting that you bring this question, you know, because um, I, I see a lot of, lot of similarities in, in running and starting up as well you know it's the it's the same gamut it's both of them are for long haul and and marathon it's it's nothing just you know putting one foot in front of the other you start off you have to start off from somewhere you you will start to walk first then you will start to you know slowly jog and then you start to add your distance then you start to increase your speed then you start to somewhere manage look at your gait you look at your cadence you look at how much distance i'm doing today so what are you doing in all this you're just putting one goal in front of you achieving that and then slowly once you have achieved that you go and 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 put up one more goal for yourself 
I remember when I first ran my 5K, I started running almost like 12, 13 years ago. And, and, you know, when I did my first 5K, it was like, wow, I can't <laughs> believe what I have achieved. You know, that sense of achievement was, was just immense. Right. And, and what has got me here is just pure consistency. And I say this to my team as well, that, you know, it's, it's fitness is all about consistency. Just put your small goals in front of you, be consistent to achieve it and just continue to work towards it. You will have good days, you will have your bad days, but how do you make sure that you're consistent on it? And it's the same thing in entrepreneurship, absolutely the same thing. Just put one step in front of the other, you will start to learn and put small goals out there in front of you. And start to achieve and celebrate those one. And you will look back and you say, oh, remember our first customer. Remember, you know, this, this is what, this is how we achieved it. This is what we did. This was our first office. You will remember those. These are your, all your first, you, you just put, just be consistent. Just, it's just, just continue your journey, put your head down and just think about your goal and just, just be there work on it that's it there is there is no other way out entrepreneurship is all about sticking small goals at a time and working towards it so the last question Sheetal, is this that what is your aspirations you know for Le Remit and how do you see the platform contributing to the broader landscape of international trade and MSME empowerment in India so Mawad, it is uh, my aspirations for Le Remit are definitely that every party that is a part of today international trade buyer seller is part of my platform in some way or the other in some service or the other he's utilizing Leremit in future that's the aspiration of Leremit, honestly and uh, so because it's yes we have started with payment systems probably that was the first goal that we put out for ourselves and as we continue to launch various services it would be uh, you know, for some customers, it could, they could be using payment system. For some customers, they could be using some other services of ours as we continue to launch. So that's the idea. And um, yeah, there is a lot more. I want. I would like to touch on uh, various um, services that can empower the MSMEs, especially in the international trade stuff. Uh, using technology, how do we make sure that all of them are either through us or through our partners, that there is one platform that they can uh, look up to uh, whenever they think of international trade? That's what I, I see this as. How amazing, Sheetal. And Sheetal, if people are to get in touch with Remit, what and how would they go about it? We have a website, www.leremit.com. And our connect numbers are very much there. Phone numbers, our email IDs, everything is there. I'm on LinkedIn. You can look me up at Jen Sheetal and I'm I'm there. You can reach out to me directly or you could just come out to the website and reach out to any of the numbers. Thank you so much for being on today's podcast. And it was a pleasure having you. And I'm sure a whole lot of people will get in touch with you post this. And I wish you all the best in all your future endeavors. Thank you so much. Thanks. It would be a pleasure. To you, our dearest listeners, you can find us on your favorite streaming services 
Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcast, and of course on all other major streaming services. With loads of love, we are the Mahua Show, where we talk imandari se. <laughs>